Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Wrestling with Bennett. With Sleeper Kid. Unfortunately, Ms. Velvets is still out of commission. She's, uh, truth be told, uh, feeling a little under the weather today. But today is November 17th, 2018. And I am uh, very lucky to finally be joined uh, by the beautiful Catfight Jen, also known as Jen D. I think yes. people have named you as that. And, uh, and you've been, oh my God, it, you and I have known each other for, for quite some time. And this is the first time I think that we've actually been able to really work with each other. Absolutely. And so today we shot four projects back to back, which we hadn't done in a while. And uh, it was three for me, oh no, two for me, one for my friend Sia's company, SSP, and then one for Jacqueline. Mm -hmm. So, And m much kudos to my wife for, for getting through it because she was, she was not feeling it today. <laughs> She was a trooper. <laughs> but thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, first things first, what did you think of the shoots? Did you have fun? I had a blast. Mm. And um, what was the other question? <laughs> uh, what did you think of? Oh, well, we had you work with a couple of our favorites. So you worked with yes. Sapphire. You worked with Sumiko. Obviously with Jacqueline. Mm -hmm. and how was that experience for you? It was good. I worked with Sumiko once before. Mm -hmm. So that was very easy because we already you know, kind of knew each other. Um, I liked working with everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, I just realized that professional, if you they know what they're doing, which is really nice. I just realized if you had and you couldn't really say it, you're like, well, no, I wouldn't. I would be <laughs> polite, but I don't need to lie. <laughs> I can tell the truth. But um, you were equally fun to work with and very professional. And it was, I think, for the complexity of some of the shoots, it went by very smoothly. Cool. Um, for those of you guys wondering, we did, because a lot of people don't listen to this without really looking at what we do, but we did uh, some pantyhose knockout fetish stuff. We did some pro wrestling. We did a, uh, some boxing. I think at one point you got drugged and you had to fight somebody. Yeah. A sedated. <laughs> Under boxing, the influence. <laughs> tussling. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> then there was like, uh, you guys did some low blow stuff. We did some face sitting. Face sitting. And I think the Which middle Which a lot of people are used to seeing with me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the things I got, the first request I got was that one. It's like, can I, yeah, please do some face setting. And I think the other one, I don't know what the other theme was. I think it was like, I forgot what it was. We did the low blows. Oh, uh, the championship match. Mm. True, but after the low blows, we did another like mini theme, and I forgot what oh, it was. Oh, um, the wedgies. The wedgies. Oh, Who can was, forget wedgies? <laughs> it was so hysterical. Um, well, let's get to it. So. Sure. Uh, the first thing we usually ask, uh, well, I mean, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, Jen has been in this business for, do you mind if I, do you mind saying how long? Uh, so 16 years probably. Oh my God. Time goes by, man. I feel like it was just yesterday when Carrie was like, I met this girl named Jen and I'm going to work with her. And yeah, it's been, I'm going to say like 16 years. I keep saying that I've been around for 15 years, but I'm pretty sure it's now going to 20 and it's, it's really weird to say that out loud. And it's like 20 years. It's yeah. Like, that's, my career is old enough to, to almost drink. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. Um, uh, so to start off, uh, the first question we usually ask everybody is, what brought you into this wonderful world of ours? The world of fetish, the world of, uh, the world of you know, wrestling and, and grappling and all the things that you're known for. Uh, it was actually my boyfriend at the time's fetish. Women's wrestling was his fetish. Mm. He is now my husband. Good going, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
Yeah, he asked me if I would wrestle. Okay, this is extra. Um, That's what we're all about in this show. He was my boyfriend, but he wasn't just my boyfriend. He had a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So you guys were dating. So we were dating, but he had a more serious girlfriend also. Gotcha. But we had known each other from high school. So he basically... You you and him or or all three of you or just... Just him and I. Okay. So he basically asked me if I would wrestle his girlfriend. And I am the type of person I will try anything once. I don't like it. I probably won't do it again. Mm -hmm. But I'm never going to say no to something unless it really sounds dangerous. Yeah. So we gave it a whirl. And I cannot say that I was great. She was actually much more athletic than I was. She was a cheerleader her whole life. So it really didn't go great for me. But I enjoyed it. So it was something that um, I wanted to do again. And I just slowly uh, got into looking for other people who did it. Uh, This will take a lot of the old timers back. Um, The internet was not what it is today. We were using Yahoo groups. Oh, God. Um, I still have one out there that's just just decaying. Yeah, session uh, wrestlers or finding people that were interested in the female wrestling fetish were using that red book. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. I probably still have mine, uh, one of the last copies. Um, So that takes you back to how long ago that was. Can you explain what that was for people who don't know? It was kind of like what um, WB is. WB270 being yes. the site that most people use now to book uh, private wrestling sessions, right? Yes. Right. Uh, you could find uh, wrestling <laughs> magazines. You could order subscriptions off of there. It was kind of like the the mecca of female wrestling magazine. It, gave you, it was like the Craigslist. So almost. it was like classifieds, basically. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, um, yeah. <laughs> kind of aged it when you look at it like that. <laughs> We used to send letters by Raven. <laughs> That's what it feels like, right? <laughs> no, I, um, I, uh, God, that, that takes me back. Because I remember actually, and this is a total segue, but the, the first time I even got into the wrestling was because there was magazines at truck stops and like Circle K's. Yep. And it would be, it never would be the official WWF magazine. It would be like the offshoot, the little side ones. And you look in the back and there'd be pictures of girls getting punched in the stomach wearing bikinis. Yep. And I'm like, what is this? You know, I'm like 13 years old. Yeah. And like suddenly I'm like titillated. I'm like, what? and there's a girl in a camel clutch and a girl getting headlocked. Those were the exact magazines that my husband showed me. Yep. yep. Wow. So. Uh, we, yeah, me and your husband probably have a lot to talk about. <laughs> uh, but um, so going back then, so what was it about? Because I want to go through the process of how you got into it. But uh, before we even talk about your first shoot, like what was it about the wrestling that, that, that grabbed you? Um. Probably a combination, like it was a mental and a physical challenge at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like it challenged me mentally because I had to think my way through it, but it also challenged me physically. And a lot of people are going to find this very intriguing, probably, or very odd. I was not one of the athletic girls. Mm-hmm. No time before the wrestling ever started, I did not go to the gym. I was not into sports. I was just not that girl. So this really hooked you. Like it, it was just like a brand new passion. Yep. Because for you to go through the process of like, oh, I'm wrestling my 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 guy's girlfriend, and then suddenly going because that's a huge leap for you to go from that to going like, I need to find more people that do this. Yeah. 
And a lot of people don't do that. They'll just wait for another opportunity to kind of roll by. But you really were like, you were on the hunt. And you're like, I want to mm-hmm. get this experience again. Uh, what did you end up finding? Not an experience that I would say was the best, but it led me into the things that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, I first worked for ECNWC. Okay. To which that was basically just throwing two girls lying to them about what each of their sizes were. I think I weighed all of one, like 110 pounds at the time. Uh, Of course, the guy tells me, you know, the person will be within your weight class. I only wrestled like maybe three times ever in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, The girl shows up, she's easily 150 pounds. Hmm. Um, And it was like, well, initially the match is supposed to be so much more for the winner. Like, and this was really like... Oh, I have some I have some thoughts on that when you're done. Yeah. And, and we're not talking like, oh, you're each going to get this amount and then the winner will get like another 100 or two. We're talking about like, oh, the winner's going to get like $2,000 and you can have like four. If four was even, I don't even think four was. Like 400 bucks. Right. Yeah. So initially I see her walk in and I was like, this isn't what you promised. And these aren't really men who give a shit. They don't care about anybody that's walking through the door. Um, and I was just like, well, I'm not going to get on the mat for $400. I, actually, I think it was $200. I'm not going to get Jesus. on the mat for that. I, I'm not doing it. And so they were like, well, what if we split it 50-50? All right, I'll go 50-50. We'll see what happens. So I did that match. She pretty much uh, beat me. A couple, I I don't know how many. I know she got the falls because mm-hmm. she was bigger, and it was more of a cat fight. It wasn't so much wrestling. Um, but I this is the only reason why I, I kind of remember it. The last fall, she had me in maybe like a face sit almost, but she decided she was going to be she was going to do something super awesome and take off her underwear and take the face sit nude. But yet, it left her completely wide open because she was like a fumbling nut. Yeah. And I just like got up, got behind her, and choked her out. (laughs) So like maybe I didn't totally win all the falls, but the fact that you were dumb enough to get off someone in that manner is just amazing. Especially yeah, if you think you're trying to add a little pizzazz by like I'm gonna take off my underwear when I do this. Yeah. Like yeah, that's perfect way to get attacked from behind. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So that was my first uh, match ever. And somehow from that, Holly, uh, Catfight Angels Holly, okay. Red Hair Holly. Okay. Uh, she, she lives worked, down. Does she live down here, or is it? I'm thinking of, diff, of a different catfight. She's in. Oh, you're thinking of Boxing Holly. Oh, okay, maybe. Um, she was New York area, New okay. York based. She worked for this guy also, and then her and her husband decided to start a little company, and she reached out to me. So that was my first experience of. Everybody's going to get paid the same amount. It's going to be competitive. It's going to, it's going to be competitive, but not vicious. Yeah. So that was my... So that was your first like professional... Yes. Uh, ...experience. Yeah. Uh, going back to that, just as a side note, like I, I've experienced a lot of things in this business are very positive, negative, you know, both sides. Sorry. Oh, hello. Vodka. Um, <laughs> the drink for all. Uh, 
the biggest issue I had for the longest time was what you described, which is the idea of companies that would tell the the, the models lives. It's just like, yeah. or, you know, well, if you win, you're going to get an extra two grand, you know, and not tell the other person that that was happening or vice versa. You just be like, why would you want these uh, people to really hurt each other? Exactly. Um, and I felt, I still feel like that's one of the most irresponsible things I've ever heard of in my entire life. No, absolutely. There's another company in Europe that I heard was feeding pain pills to their girls so they could do boxing matches where you know like bare knuckle stuff where they, they wouldn't feel it as much and they're just bleeding at the end of these no. shoots and I'm just like that's the kind of shit that made me not too proud to say that I was a wrestling producer for a long time and uh, I'm sad that you have to go through it but you know I for a long time I thought it was a myth I was like is this no, really, it really is this, isn't yeah I thought is this really happening so if any of you guys are still doing that out there like go fuck yourself well that and like <laughs> Not to be an asshole, because I know so many of the guys that loved my work, like the true cat fight enthusiasts. Yeah, yeah. That's what they love. They love that that brutalness. And I appreciate what your fetish is because my husband's is the same way. Like he does like that brutalness, but like truly, is it worth what you would put a woman through to get that explicit <clears throat> portion of your fetish met? Yeah. Is it really worth it? And for some like, would you want your sister, would you want your mother to do something yeah. like that? Your daughter, for that fact. Like, yeah. I'm getting older now that everybody's younger. <laughs> so, <laughs> like... great niece. <laughs> like, it's just... I, I, I'm not going to say that your fetish is wrong or that you shouldn't have it, but, like... You There's shouldn't ways around it. Right, you shouldn't expect to see it in live color. Like... There's, there's ways around it, and I think it goes back to like the tickling fetish. You know, we, ha we know a model who, um, and that, this is the thing that bothers me about some of the fans, is the, the I know it all kind of thing. And so there's, uh, I'm not going to name any names because it'd be very controversial, but we know I've met a model who um, ha keeps winning this thing called the Golden Feather. And it's like, all these people voted for you to be the, the most realistically ticklish model, and these fans of tickling swear that they can tell if someone's faking and it's one of those things where it's like she's yeah she's a real deal she's really ticklish and then you even touch her she just explodes <laughs> and man her videos are amazing turns out she's been faking this whole time that is spectacular and uh so this this whole know-it-all kind of mentality extends to i think the wrestling and the cat fight oh, absolutely but i think you could work around it and you can do a thing i mean I, if i was going to shoot it i would totally be like i would shoot private interviews and be like look we're gonna offer you this much more if you win, and then go to the other girl. And you're gonna win off you, and so you guys both know that that's happening. But it's a right. it's, it's a staged thing. It's work. It is. And then when you actually catfight, you guys can catfight at your own intensity, right? And it could still be brutal. It could still be intense, but it's within your limits. And that's actually after a couple of years and finding somebody who wanted to sponsor a company, I wound up getting into business with someone who allowed me. To start producing cat fights in that fashion. Oh, great! That was something that we collaborated on, and before every shoot, we would sit down and we would go through <clears throat> like a checklist. Mm -hmm. Are you good with slapping? Are you good with slapping to the face? Are you okay with chokeholds? Mm -hmm. Like you just go down the line, and that doesn't mean that like I'm going to go crazy on you, but I know what I can and I cannot do to you. Yeah, and that way everybody's on the same page. And no one's like, 
I can push you and you can push me and we know what our limits are. Yeah. And there's a mutual respect. Absolutely. And you know you're getting paid the same fucking amount. Absolutely. <laughs> Even though you could stage it to be like, she's going to win an extra $6,000, you know? And yeah. Because it, it's what they call a work in pro wrestling. It's like you just... It's a gimmick. It's like this is this is the, the, the slant that we're putting on the, on the story. Um, some of these guys will claim to know that it's... Um, they get, they'll, they'll do the same thing with tickling. I, I can tell when it's not real. And no, some girls are really good at catfighting and they can make it look fucking brutal. Oh, absolutely. And there's no reason to actually pit them against each other unless you are uh, an asshole. And I no. think that's the thing. Yep. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's that. I don't really see gray when it comes to that. I'm like, if you do that to a couple of models or, or wrestlers, you're, you're an asshole. Uh, but uh, I'm glad that you got out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so you worked with, with Holly? I did. And that was your first taste of like, oh, this is the way it should be. Yes. Okay. And then where did it go from there? From there, um, I actually worked with her a second time through, she did like a larger shoot. With myself and two other girls, we drove him for a weekend. There was a sponsor for the whole thing. He put all of us up in the room. Wow. Um, he was kind of like, I don't know if you want to call him a silent partner, but, you know, sponsor, silent partner with her and her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was t- just talking to me about, like, some of the parts that he enjoyed, because obviously this was his fetish. Mm-hmm. And he liked to take stills. He liked to do the, like where we were doing the matches, he would offset in between time with um, like photo sets, like the ripping of the clothes, yeah. like, you know, we kind of like, exactly. So like, um, he just started talking to me about that. And I was intrigued with that kind of stuff because I love photography. Like I have a marketing brain yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah. So like him and I got to talking we decided to like get takeout and look through the pictures and we're just totally bullshitting over the whole thing when everybody went out to dinner and we wound up collaborating and opening our own company together. Like not right away, but you know, that's where the progression yeah. happened just because we were so much on the same page. Yeah. Your passions, enjoyed. Yeah. your passions started to mix and stuff. What was the name of the company? If you don't mind me saying WBI. Okay. We bring it dot com. Ah, Oh, I remember we bring it. Yeah. Okay. The blue and the orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, they're still around. I'm not with them anymore. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, I don't follow cat fights because mm-hmm. what we do is so so staged. Like, our right. stuff is pro style silliness. But, like, um, people who are hardcore into cat fighting, man, they do not like my stuff. <laughs> and I don't blame them because I'm just No, like, it's, it's totally different. Yeah, thing. like, we're, we're not at all up your alley. But um, it's nice to see somebody who can do both. You know, mm-hmm. not just you, because I've, I've met some wrestlers that are just like, well, I, uh, I can only, I only do competitive and I'm just like, oh, okay, well, that's a shame because I think you'd be great. But like at the same time, I respect everyone's you know, right. limitations. But, uh, so, okay. So you were, I keep wanting to stay on the path. So yep. you, you so started, we bring it, we bring it. And that was mostly competitive cat fighting. That was mostly competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, was it grappling or was it cat fighting or was it both? It was both. Uh, there was. Some matches that were just completely catfight based. There were some that were a little more wrestling, especially if you're bringing in a newer girl and she's more willing to just wrestle and you go with that. Um, And then, ironically, uh, we met Carrie Mm -hmm. and she had that flair coming from you with Mm -hmm. a little bit of a mix. So we, she started, oh, I hope I get it right. 
uh, customrequest.com. Okay. Which was... I think it was like Spectrum Customs or... No, something. it was just Custom Oh, no, it was request. just CustomRequest.com. Because it was a part of... It was affiliated with Rebring It. Right. So, like, we would do large shoots, all of us together. Mm-hmm. So, all the same girls would be involved, and then she would get her customs. Um, and that was her first venture to producing, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. I think so. And that was affiliated with the same sponsor. So, for those of you who don't know, I mean, I don't know who doesn't, but, like, Carrie Spectrum has gone on to become one of the biggest names, you know, along with yours in the catfighting world and also in the wrestling world. Yes. Because you've done pro and you've done, like, the stage stuff, but you've also done the catfighting and the grappling. Um, and you guys became, like, fast friends. Yes. Yeah, because I remember, like, she told me a lot about you. She was like, oh, you got to meet this girl, Jen. And, um... But at the time, I wasn't traveling as much as I used right. to, so I wasn't able to just go up there and be and like, And I'm hey, not one to travel either. Yeah! <laughs> God, it took us so long to do this. I am one of the few people, especially <laughs> nowadays, like, I hold a 9 to 5 Monday through Friday, so... Yeah, you can't just... I'm leave. not a traveler, where most of the girls, that's... And you have a family. That's their livelihood, and, you know, yeah. Yeah, you can't just up and leave. Um... Because for a while, I think I sent you a couple of emails. I'm like, do you want to come out here for a weekend? You're like, I can't. Yeah. i got to be at work on Monday. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, so tell me about your friendship with Carrie. How did that go through? Because a lot of people, you know, they for a while, you guys were identified as just always working together. together. And that's really was the truth. Like all our shoots were combined. Because mm-hmm. um, like I said, we would get together for long weekends. And that's how the models would get like... A super awesome payday basically because you're getting on the mat you're doing competitive but you're offsetting it with photo sets you're yeah. offsetting it with customs yeah. so like you're not just back to back on the mat but you're also working it's a working weekend uh, there was one trip I don't know if Carrie was actually at this trip um, we went out to California we went to the wineries one day so like it was it was completely different than like your regular business <laughs> venture. Like it was kind of like uh, a little family get together almost. Like that's I'm, the best. It, that's the best. Absolutely <laughs> is because like obviously when we're talking about Carrie, she's my best friend, my wifey, mm-hmm. love her to death. Um, but I've also made, met other people who are still really, really important and close to me now. I don't see them. I don't talk to them often, but. I'll never love them any less. Civil Star, Leah LeBeau, like those girls know me more than some of the people that I've grown up with. And like I just said, I barely see or nor talk to them. I'm, um, <clears throat> it's interesting you mentioned them because they're terrible. No, I'm kidding. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> I just know there might be listening. So uh, love you, you guys. Sybil on your own. Sybil is one of the sweetest, just like, fucking lights up a room when she walks yes, in. Yes, she does. And she's got that smile. Yes, she she's does. she's always like really just happy-go-lucky and just is so happy to be there to shoot. And, mm-hmm. and it makes you, even if, like I remember we were shooting one thing with her and I was just, I wasn't even feeling it that morning. I was just like, oh God, I don't want to shoot today. But Sybil's going to be She brings it out in you. And next thing you know, I'm like, yay, we're doing this. Uh, with Leah, it's almost, um, with Sybil, it's, it's what you said. It's like I barely ever get to see her. I've seen, I've worked with her maybe three times in my entire life, but okay. she's been always so much fun and I love working with her and seeing her. We had a really good time. One time we hung out in LA over at Scotty's place and, and it was just a great party. And like, she was just, she's instant family. Yes. But with Leah, I keep wanting to say her real name. Uh, Leah's like, she's like Carrie to me. Like, she feels like a sister. Like, okay. she feels like, like, Leah and I, we talk a lot. We mm-hmm. message each other. 
she she texted me the other day. She's like, I wonder when I get to see you guys. And so I think we might get her, have her back in March. Okay. But she's it's funny that we 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 do feel the same for the same people because like they're just so good. Yeah. They're, they're so good. good to have around. They're great workers, great people. Like I don't, I don't know. I can't say enough about them. This is the blowing smoke up people's ass episode. <laughs> We're just gonna keep. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Yeah. But uh, uh, Leah. Uh, Sybil, Carrie, like you, uh, you guys were always in that circle for a long yes, time. Yes, we really were. And um, um, Dakota, I don't think she's been around for a really long time. I don't know if I know I haven't Dakota. seen anything. Um, she didn't go by anything but Dakota. Oh, just Dakota? Okay. Yeah. Was uh, she blonde? Yes, she I, was. Hmm. But there's a couple blonde Dakotas, so that mm. doesn't really narrow it down either. It does not. Um, but she did a lot of work for We Bring It and... We were pretty close with her, too. I, I mean, she just kind of dropped off a mm-hmm. little bit sooner than most. And that does happen. Yeah. Um, and with Carrie, a lot of people know that Carrie and I have been friends for forever. She's, yeah, she's one of my, like, she is the BFF, you know. Yeah. She's one of those people who, um, we understand each other to such a degree where it's like, you don't even have to talk to them for a couple of months, and then you can just pick up where you left off, and that's kind of how it is, but... When she told me that she was like in love with you, she was like, "You got it! You, oh my god, I can't wait for you to work with Jen." That was like fourteen years ago. 13 it had years to ago. be, yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, someday." And here we are today. Yeah. But um, so uh, I don't want to stray too far from the path because I do want to get uh, people to where you are now. Okay. So how long did we bring it last until you you decided to depart? Oh, I'm completely gonna guess at this. Mm. Um. No, three, three years, mm-hmm. four years. I don't know. It's, you know, it starts. No, to no, go, no. Starts I, to go when you get older. I was saying, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't even remember what I, I don't even remember what I had for breakfast like yesterday. So yeah, um, with having a full time job and having a family and that, all that, like, it just gets to be so much. Or. The con, like not having, I was more like keeping the girls and having a little bit of creative input where I wanted to do a little bit more than that. I wanted to have a little more hands on with where the site was going or, and that wasn't getting allocated to me. And I just kept felt like I was like spinning my wheels a little bit too much. And I just, things started really happening that wasn't comfortable Mm -hmm. or just felt like I was like getting stressed out over it too much and I kind of walked away yeah went back a little bit but not as a partner almost yeah yeah, just like um I'll I'll show up for some shoots went back kind of started to get reeled back into it and I was like nope walking away again not getting sucked back into that like it's not the right fit for me like I love what I'm doing but you know you just felt like I'm I mean, I guess it's like, yeah, you felt like it was more work than fun or was it just, A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what was happening. Um, and it wasn't like I was running my own business. Yeah. But yet I was kind of being told I was supposed to be, but I wasn't allowed to do anything. So it's like, yeah. telling me one thing, but another's happening and I'm felt just a little like, like, It sounds like you felt a little caged. Yeah. It was just like, you know, I'm supposed to be, uh, I, I should have more input, but I don't. That kind yes. of thing. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've. I've been there for projects where I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. Yes. Um, and I'm also the type of person where, like, something like that, I, I take it, I mean, I think I've gotten a little bit better. I've worked on it through my 
through, <laughs> through the years. But, like, at that time, I just, I wasn't able to decompartmentalize that kind of stuff and, like, just, like, almost straight to the rage, like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. this, I'm not doing it, I don't need to fucking do it, fuck yourself, like, mm-hmm. yeah, just F, 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 F. Okay, you went to New York for that accent. <laughs> I don't fucking gotta do it. <laughs> I'm fucking leaving. That's, that's the secret about me. Um, <laughs> everywhere I go, I pick up the accent and I'll keep it for like a week. Mm-hmm. At least a week. Or I'll pick like one word somebody says like that I really love the way they say it. And like I'll incorporate it into the way I do from now on. You're, yeah, I've done that with a few people. Oh, it depends on who you're hanging out with too. Yeah. Like I've had, I've had some friends who have lingo and I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I want to use it. I, I don't, I do feel like I honestly, we were talking about earlier with Sumika, like we're getting old. Like I, not old as in like, we're not rickety, but there's like all the slang and shit flying around today. I go on Twitter now and I'm like, what the fuck is anybody talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, absolutely. Especially Instagram. Like I go on Instagram and my friends are like, yeah, bae, this is lit as fuck. And I'm like, I, is there a fire? What? No, I'm totally with you on that. Did you forget how to spell baby? No, I agree. Absolutely agree. You know what bay stands for? In German, isn't it something like shit or something? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I did hear something like that. No, someone told me because I kept seeing bay this, bay that. And I was like, what is bay? And Bay was like, "This is Bay," and it's a picture of the guy's girlfriend or something like that. Or the it's girl. like you're like you're you're one and only. Or yeah, something, yeah, right? yeah. But it means before anyone else. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the look on your face. <laughs> <laughs> your face just Sorry. dropped. Sorry. Kids in my day would just call you honey. Um, but yeah, before no. anyone else. I know everything's everything's like my. Problem so I guess you can only use it once before anyone else. Yeah. You can't have one more than one bay. So How often is that actually? Enough? That doesn't encapsulate the stupidity of being young. Because <laughs> when I was a kid, and when I was, I was 14, 15, and I had your first girl, you had your first girlfriend. You're like, you're the one. This is right. it. Because no one had ever paid you that kind of attention before. So of course, there's 14 year olds running around now going like, this is bay. No one else. No one else ever. And then of course, 16 years or six years later, it's like, there's another bay. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can't have more than one bay. Exactly. Just you pick your one bay. You're not thinking this through. You're throwing that word around way too. <laughs> Easily. Fucking bay. <laughs> Sorry. It's the it's the abbreviation that bothers me. It's the I didn't know it was an abbreviation. This like someone said this party Sorry. is lit and I'm like, oh. Now you're is... wondering, is it an abbreviation? No, lit means that it's it's like it's on fire. It's yeah, on fire. And then yeah, and now people say like this party is fire and that's the thing that you do. Oh. So it's like, yeah, this is fire. And then uh, if I'm using it wrong, please correct me. But then <laughs> They go like, yeah, this is lit AF. And I'm like, what? As fuck. I know that one. I know that one. What did you just say as fuck? That's what I'm saying. We're old. We are old. Yeah. Like, is is that the way to be politically correct? Just, like, break it down to, like, the first letter of what the things are? Like, instead of saying as fuck. Just say as fuck. If you're going to be young and rebellious, uh, just say fuck. Don't, don't, you know. Like, when people start doing the whole, like, well, F that B in the A. And I'm like, what? Uh, fuck that bitch in the ass. No. And I'm like, just say fuck that bitch in the yeah, ass. Yeah, please say that. Don't don't censor yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Don't censor yourself. Life's too short. Uh, I mean, don't say things that'll hurt somebody, but, you know, if someone's being a bitch and they need to get fucked in the ass, then fuck that bitch in the ass. See, this is what's uh. called a tangent. So we're going to go back. So Yes. Okay. Hey, so where were we? We were um, leaving. So when you we left, we bring it. it and, but you still kept in the business. What kept you hooked? 
I'm assuming I, I more more than every anything, I enjoyed the people. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed everybody that I met, everybody that I worked with, like all the models at that time. They were wrestlers. They weren't models because that whole scene hadn't really changed. Where like your fetish or your glamour models switched into the wrestling industry, like the people wrestling and catfighting. That was almost the only thing they did. Carrie kind of was like that one of the first people that like, and she wasn't even, she was a wrestler, but she ventured into that custom request area where it started to scoop up like actual just models. Yeah. And that's where like the crossover started to happen. Like, and it was probably like, I think I worked with super action fights, Mm -hmm. like a, with them as far as wrestling and then out with leather and lace even though i wasn't specifically working for leather and lace i was working oh i've heard some crazy stories about that company (laughs) um yeah that guy um not gonna say if it was good crazy or bad crazy just saying that it was crazy but he he works with another gentleman who does his own private thing who has been doing it for way longer than you and i so a collector he is beyond a collector he has been so into the women's pro old school one piece, piece boots since I don't know when. I believe he told me he started doing filming stuff in Tennessee. Hmm. And it was actual like old pro wrestlers. And I mean, if you told me it was 30 or 40 years ago, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, he's been doing it for that long. That's how long this has been his thing. And this is what we're talking about. He actually works with the gentleman Who from wins? Leather and Lace. Oh. Like, he utilizes his facility, and he utilizes the guy to, like, help him with the team. So somebody with a deep passion for this stuff, but also has money, obviously. Yes. And just continues to just... Right. It's... He's... He's doing what he wants. What he loves. It's... That's a crazy... Like I said, I've heard crazy stories. Not going to tell you what kind of crazy, but uh, I've heard some really intense stuff coming from... Is that Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, Chicago. Okay, so Leather and Lace, SAF, and then what else did you start getting to? And Carrie started producing for herself. Carrie started producing for herself, and that was probably where... I think I may have been, like, disappeared for a little while, and then... Yeah, you kind of came... Yeah, I do that. You, I came, do that you came and went a bit, yeah. A lot, a couple times. <laughs> I um, heard a couple of times, like... I think Jen's out of the business. They always say that, and I'm like, I never officially say I'm leaving. I just need a you sabbatical. You just need some time, yeah. <laughs> I just need a and sabbatical. And then, like, two years later, it's like, well, Jen's shooting with us again. Yeah. Like, oh, no, we'll make up your fucking mind. Um, I, I lost all hope several times. I was like, I'm never going to get to work with Jen. <laughs> and then be like, well, Jen's back. Oh, great. Well, you know, Jen, might, I think she's, she's gone for good. She's gone. But she did come back. Yeah. But she also left again. Yes, that's exactly what I do. <laughs> um. This is my, you're like Kiss. <laughs> You're like oh sixteen, re- like Stop sixteen it. farewell tours. What? I think they're gonna do their seventeen. I don't know if that's good or bad. I feel like no, it's, it's really great because you still, as long as you still put on a good show, I don't care how many farewell tours you have. Okay. The, the Rolling Stones have been I'll saying farewell for the last fucking twenty years. Yeah. So, working with Carrie, I guess, basically is what opened me to the outside of wrestling and catfighting fetish world. I never did anything else like outside of catfighting. Yeah, because 
even at the time when I worked with Carrie prior to, um, it was all wrestling customs or cat fighting customs. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't really anything extra. There no wasn't sleepy, like no, no sleepy, no freeze, no, no foot, no bondage. Like there wasn't any of that really incorporated with it. So that next time I came back, those were like the things she introduced me to. I think I worked with them once. Um, Brady Foot, Jason. Jason Ninja. Yes. Yeah, we've interviewed him here. Uh, so I worked with him once, totally outside of my realm of thinking. Um, probably didn't come off that great. <laughs> <laughs> like it was just, it is just a complete foreign. Well, Jason's a chill guy. He probably oh, just, absolutely. He adapts to everything. He's like, oh. yeah, like no, it, it went fine. Yeah. I just, I'm like, I can't imagine I was really like anyone's special person for that. Cause I really wasn't like in the headspace of understanding it. But you know, what's funny is sometimes that's the hook. Uh, hmm. so we have a couple of pro wrestlers that passed through several times and one of them you know was just like oh, no put me in a bikini let's do some some stuff that's like a little more not risque but just more out there okay and even though she didn't understand the fetish herself like she was still having a good time with it or at least doing her best to like convey what you know these people wanted to see but to a lot of the fans it was like oh my god this pro wrestler who I've known since she right. was pro wrestling yeah is now doing like Stuff where she's barefoot, stuff where she's doing more like all leg scissors or sorry, neck scissors customs. Okay. And so, and, it's, and she's wearing a bikini, which like in pro wrestling is a huge no-no. You're not supposed to oh, wear it. Oh, yeah. bikinis are bad. Uh, <laughs> yep. Ooh, that's, that's a little too much. But she started to just kind of do them. She was just like, yeah, let's do something where like it was a snoring custom. I swear to God, like she gets put into a sleep roll and she just sits there and just like. <laughs> and the guy just wanted her to snore. And it was fun. It was silly. Yeah. But she threw herself into it. And suddenly all these fans were just like, I'll buy this just because it's her doing it. Right. Even if she's not doing it 100% the way I want to see it, it's the it's the uh, novelty. Yes. Of like, here's Catfight Jen doing a sleepy video. Mm -hmm. I never thought I would see that. So I could yeah. see how that would make people just, you know, even if you felt like, I don't know if I did a good job. Yeah. They're still like, Catfight Jen did a fucking yeah. sleepy video. Yeah. I'm down. You know, so yeah. I get it. And then there's a barefoot stuff, which I'm sure you get a lot of. A lot of people do like wrestling and bare feet are just, they just go hand in hand. Yeah, they do. Um, and then you started to get into, well, I know Carrie does a lot of the, uh, she still does some of, she still does cat fighting, right? Yeah, she yeah. still does cat fighting. She hasn't been doing. I can hear her right now going like, you know, I do cat fighting, Sanyo. These fucking people. <laughs> Why are you asking her that? The two people that know me question. the fucking best and I don't even talking the right shit. <laughs> um, yeah, we're in so much trouble. Um, <laughs> so this is a good bridge question to that. Uh, how um, how do you feel about some of the new fetishes that were introduced to you? Because there's a lot of stuff that you've never done before. You literally went from like catfight grappling, catfight grappling, yes. and you got thrown into the deep end of the pool. Um, I like doing the sleepy. Mm -hmm. That's actually one of the questions I got. Was it? Okay. Was, what does Jen enjoy about sleepy fetish? So let's just start there. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what one specific thing is that I enjoy Psychologically, about it. what do you think draws you to it? Because I, I always ask people, there's two, there's two categories that always intrigues me. So one of them is death fetish. So like, okay. you, you get shot and you're like, ah, 
out and you like die or whatever, or you get stabbed or whatever. But then the other one is sleeping fetish because it's also another taboo thing. It's like, especially thanks to Bill Cosby, has become this thing yes. where it's like drugging women is terrible, and I'm like, it is very fucking terrible. <laughs> but we are play acting this. exactly. So what is it that attracts you to that? Some women have told me that it's this loss of control that they like, the idea of being manipulated and like ragdolled and carried around and they just don't have to worry about it someone else is taking care of moving them around i kind of agree with that statement okay um yeah i never really thought about why i liked it like Mm -hmm. one of my things and not only did i like the wrestling for the physical and the mental aspect of it but what i learned about myself was not that i've ever did drama or acting or did theater but i enjoy being watched Oh, so exhibitionist. Yes. Yes. So I think that's a bit of it. You kind of have to be in this business. (laughs) If you're not, it's kind of weird. Yeah. You know millions of people are, you know, possibly millions of people are going to watch and download. Right. What you're doing. Right. Um, So I don't know. I think it's a little bit of, like what you're saying, it's the complete, like, just loss of control. Somebody's just taking over. Um... Man, I don't. I never really thought about it. I just know I like doing it. I don't know. What do you feel about um, uh, going back to the roots of what you you started off at? Um, and we will get back to that. I want to ask you about mm-hmm. like growing up and your own personal, you know, kind of kinks and stuff like that. But do you feel in day to day life versus your own private life? Do you feel you're more submissive, more dominant in the middle? Oh, I'm a switch. I will switch. Okay. I'm a complete switch. Me too. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, come on, it's the best of both worlds, right? Yeah, right? It's like the, being bi, but... No, exactly. You, you get exactly. to, like, taste from all the menus. Yeah. Uh, I'll have the breakfast and the lunch, please. No. Duh. <laughs> I'll get eggs and it's the It's kind steak. of how I eat, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, like, give me, give me an omelet and a steak and some wine. Yeah. Um, so, how do you feel that that extends, obviously, to the sleepy? You're definitely in a more submissive position. Yes. So that feeds that part of you. And I think that's where, yeah, because with wrestling, I I had always tended to be more dominant. Mm -hmm. Like, I definitely assert my dominant side on that. In terms of staged or just grappling? Grappling and for a long time staged, but um, I don't know. The fans must like my submissive side because (laughs) the past, like, four years, that's really what they've wanted. They want to see you lose? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um... To which, for a long time, I didn't know how to play that part. Like, when I started doing, like, the scripted stuff and I was the loser, I didn't know how to harness what I was supposed to do. And actually, I think I'm going to give props to Carissa Montgomery Mm -hmm. on that one because I think there was something she said at one shoot or something that she did that put me in the right mindset for it. And then it just clicked. And... From there, I was like, oh, okay, this isn't as foreign to me as I thought. Yeah, and I think Jacqueline and I spoke to you about it earlier today where it was like, you know, I've had some, some, sorry, Jesus, vodka. Uh, models uh, say like, well, why do they always want to see me lose? You know, that's such a bad position to be in. And my first response is like, if someone wants to see you lose in wrestling, it's usually because when you see someone lose in a ring, like that's just putting on the show. Right. You know, the guy who's right. picking no, you up and dropping you, yeah, yeah, you're the one who has to sell it. Like, the other person can pick you up and drop you the same way that other people can dance in a tango. But when they drop you, if you sell the shit out of it, then you're going to have people screaming for you and booing him and or booing her. 
And I feel like it's a huge uh, compliment when someone wants to see you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't mind being that person. It was just really a change. Yeah. It was a change. It was not the norm. And I was like, oh, okay. I'll go with it. <laughs> And the thing is, that also, as we get older in this business, uh, and when I, once I get, once I say older, I don't mean old. I mean older. No, being in it, right? Being in the business. A big longer. side taboo is the whole like, oh, here's a woman who's who's wrestling a younger woman, and the young woman just destroys her, and it's like I get requests for that all the time, and I always have to tell the models, I'm like, so the whole crux, the the the, the idea here is that you're an older, you're older than this woman. So she's, of course, destroying you. And if most of the time, actually all of the time, the models are like, great, I get to lose. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't have to pick yeah, Exactly. <laughs> but it's not... It's kind of the way that I look at it a little bit. Like, eh, whatever. I get to just lay there. And yeah. Just like, me it's out. not her or my ego, any. Go for it. Yeah, because you know in real life, if you have to take this girl, you would destroy her. Or I would surely give it a girl, go. <laughs> like... <laughs> But I love shooting like that, where it's like the tiny girl beating up the stronger yeah, girl, and yeah. we get to do that with like Sapphire loses sometimes, and she loves it. She's like, "Oh God, please let some little girl just put me in these, <laughs> in these little scissors, please. and I'll just be like, yes. pretend to, to to get knocked out." But um, God, we're doing another tangent. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so at this point, so the sleepy, what appeals to you is definitely the loss of control. Yeah. Uh, the submissive gets to come out in you a bit. Yeah. Um, what else came out, or what 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 other reactions did you have to some of these side fetishes that you started? So to I encounter? haven't really done much bondage at all. Mm-hmm. I've only ever worked for one producer. Oh, okay. I mean, I may have done like some small clips with Carrie, but not like full bondage. Full shoots. bondage. Like shoots, not yeah. right, not true hardcore bondage. Um, and some of the time, <laughs> I like it when he does like a scripted where I have to fight to get out of it. Back to the dominant, dominant side. side yeah. And I will almost, and not for, he, I am not told to hurt myself, but I will struggle and I am bound and determined to get out. Like I almost put myself in the mindset like, this is how I'm going to survive if somebody kidnaps me. That'd be a I'm really good name for a, fuck out of here. I just thought how good of a name that would be for a website. Bound and determined. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's spectacular. That belongs to me now, by the way. <laughs> I just bought the URL. So uh, yeah, so we've done a couple of those where when I worked with him, like he's like, okay, you're bound. You have to get over there. There's whatever there, and then get yourself out. I'm like, it's on. <laughs> Like, like chal- challenge accepted. Would you like to play a game? Yeah, ex- exactly like that. And I don't know. There's a key in your cat's that. stomach. <laughs> I think it's spectacular. I'm like, let's go. Okay, so we have bondage. Uh, uh, the barefoot stuff, I guess, is more like, because I get it for a long time, Carrie shot some, some barefoot-based uh, clips, whether it was wrestling or just like foot fetish or stuff like that. But is there anything else that jumps out at you as stuff that you tried that you were like, oh, this is interesting? Um, the messy always just intrigues me. Ah. I can't say that I loved it or anything. The wham? Yeah. It just, I don't know. I guess it played to the child in me because it was like, well, we're about to get all get messy. <laughs> <laughs> but you just have to have the right mindset for it. Like if it's not the right day or, or if there's too much going on when you're shooting and it can be cumbersome and a pain in the ass, but like. It's the end of the day and it's the right girls. It's just fun. Like, it's just like, screw it. We're going to be a, we're going to get ourselves disgusting and go mm-hmm. for it. 
Did you, what would you feel is the stuff that you get most requested to do these days? These days? Well, you know, I just came back from being on hiatus. Mm -hmm. um, again. Or in the last, like, couple of years. When you start yeah. getting into the fetish. Um, well, I think we made a joke earlier where you were like, face sitting, that's what I'm known for. That is definitely one of the things everybody wants to say. Mm -hmm. Face sitting or me getting, like, brutally beaten. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of the cunt busting, the just, like, the torture. Yeah. Um... Yeah, face sitting, leg scissors. Well, you have amazing legs. So it's like the legs, the butt. Yeah. It all combines and you get to do the, the face sitting and stuff like that. So I totally get it. I totally get it. All right. So let's go back to your own roots here. Because okay. I, I think uh, uh, one of the things that a lot of the fans of the podcast, all eight of you. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't actually counted. I need to find out. But uh, they'd like to hear um, about your own, like, as you were growing up and, like, getting into your teens and your 20s and stuff like that, the things that sparked in you as your own, not necessarily fetishes, because that's a really strong word to use, but, like, kinks and stuff like that. Like, is there something that you enjoy shooting more than anything else because it, it feeds into your own personal, uh, you know, likes? I don't... I I mean, we kind my of did touch. I, on, yeah, my husband and I've talked about this, and we did touch just, on that a little bit because we did talk yeah, about like, the um, submissive and dom. With side him of having such the wrestling fetish, he like, and he's so open about it now. He he's had that conversation with me, and he's like, just is in disbelief that I'm not as stuck to something as much as he is. Not stuck to it, but like has such a rooted. But I feel like yeah, but I don't. I'm very much a, and I'm like this with a Fly lot. by the seat of your pants kind yeah, of Yeah, I'm like this about everything. Like, I love, I'm an organic person. I love to touch things. I love yeah. to hear things. Like, so like, I like the change of things. And like, I, I don't Sensory have. Sensory. Yeah. I'm, I don't have that one kink. Like, it's kind of like a conglomeration or a moment or a situation. Mm-hmm. It's like when, it's the difference between someone pulling your hair who you like and someone pulling your hair who you don't like. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I get that. And that's one of the things that we explore a lot in this podcast is the, uh, the, the dichotomy of like between men and women. Uh, so like there's this whole idea of like men develop fetishes way more concretely. Than, okay. than women. You know, women I think are more comprised of like a million little kinks. Whereas men can be like, I like this. This is yes. the thing that will get me off. Yes. You know? So I do feel that it's very interesting that, that the male species uh, kind of, they really stick to the one thing and they, mm -hmm. they go with it. And men can obviously have side kinks as well. I mean, I have a million of them. Um, my wife has her own kinks and everyone does. But I feel with women, it's definitely more kinks. It's just like, oh, you know, I, sometimes I like to wear spandex. Right. Or sometimes I like to wear lingerie, or sometimes I like to get my hair pulled. Sometimes I like to wrestle. You know, it's not something that's constantly there all the time. Right. And uh, but when I do find uh, um, a woman who has a fetish, I think it's it's. I feel like it's like the golden egg. You're like, tell me more of that because it's <laughs> it's such a male oriented thing. It is to be like now that you're saying it, I never really thought about it. I'm like, huh. The more and more people, like, I think of male or female, I'm like, I think you're right. Like, yeah. the women are so much more fluid. 
I never met a woman who's like, I have to smell your feet in order to have an orgasm. Right. Whereas you probably have encountered tons of men who have that kind of connection with their fetish. Yes. You have to be wearing pantyhose, so you have to be um, dressed in, in a cat suit or, you know, and, and no, there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's a beautiful thing. Oh, yeah. It's definitely differs between genders. And in this world that we live in now where everything's like, well, everyone's gender fluid. I'm like, yeah, but there's still some things that really lean towards male. Oh, uh, absolutely. Because our, our audiences, uh, if I had to guess, they're not, they're, they're going to be uh, uh, mostly men who yeah. buy the stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going to get your percentage of women, but it's not going to be a large percent. Exactly. I, mean, I do have, and I do, we do get the, the women who email us and like, I really appreciate what you do. And I always like, oh, I love those emails because it's like, okay, well, that's great. But then, you know, for every one of those, there's 600 guys who are like, I love what you yeah. do. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's move on to. Oh, what's a good one to go from here? So, did you ever produce for yourself, like aside of We Bring It, or was it? Yeah. So, you, after We Bring It, you were just like, I'm just going to be a model yep. and just walking on shoots and stuff like that. Um, what. Um, oh, this is a good one. I'm actually getting stumped as to where to go. Um, in terms of all the shoots. Uh, that you've been a part of what uh, do you have any memorable moments like anything where you were like this is something that's gonna s just stay with me like even if it was just a, a moment within the shoot it's like you know just because I that's one of the things I love is the small stories that oh, go um, in Civil Star mm -hmm. jumping on a bed we <laughs> go on we all uh, we rented a house at a lake so we all had our own room and she went in to unpack and there was no unpacking happening. It was just her bouncing from one bed to the other and she just kept saying, I'm jumping on the bed, I'm jumping on the bed, I'm jumping on the bed. And like, I don't know, that's just her wrapped <laughs> up into like wow. a crazy little package. Wow. And that has just stuck with me forever. Like she's, but that's what she brings with her everywhere she goes. Mm -hmm. That childlike uh, yes. energy. She's always tapped into that part of herself. And I, that's like, anytime like I get, I get a little bit too wrapped up into my adult head. Mm -hmm. I bring that back a little bit. Like she's the person I, you know, oh. I, I go to for that. That's really sweet. Like you can still be an adult and you can still be a kid. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah. And, uh, and that is, that is the energy that I read off of her. Like she just has that. Like we're getting to dress up. Yeah, we're getting oh, to put on geez. boots, and we're getting yeah. to put on these shiny outfits, and it's going to be so much fun to like play act this stuff yes. out. And uh, I do love her for that. Um, uh, any 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 moments that you had that you were like, I never want to ever have this moment again. <laughs> like just bad yes, stuff. I unfortunately was stupid enough to work a second time for that company ECNWC. Oh no. Um and I drove into New York from Philadelphia. Mhm. Mm uh we were supposed to shoot at a certain time and to give you a bit of a background of like where we're shooting, we are in some high rise in the city. Uh, it was actually, well, I'm listening. Oh, it was actually just like in the clothing district and it was some place that was producing clothing, a clothing line. That sounds suspect. And it was 
like there was a couple desks. Nobody, obviously, it was later. There was nobody in the office. There was desks. There was a back room filled with clothes, and then like a room that they had like taken everything out of. And we're sitting there waiting for the other my opponent okay. and her husband to show, and they keep telling me. She's supposed to be here. She's supposed to be here. Oh, that sounds so shady. <laughs> um, I literally only packed like a protein drink with me. It was like in a huge, enormous aluminum can. I don't even know what it was. I'm sure it was horrible for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the only food I had with me that was even close to food. And I'm like, it's six hours. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, I mentioned about being hungry. Nobody wants to go anywhere to get food. Like, I don't know where the fuck I am. What I'm like, I can't even get out of the building if you don't let me back in. Like, yeah. So literally, I think it was like eight hours before she showed. And from talking and like, they really didn't even let us talk. But from what I gathered was... It's another red flag. The expectation wasn't for her to be there earlier. Like, they just totally... Didn't give me the, the honest tr- truth. Um, it was my actually my match with Vera. Mm. Um, and it was just an ugly, ugly match. It was an ugly match. Like, I know the fans fucking love the shit out of it. But that was some true hatred, rage, and mm. not so much towards her. As towards what the fuck that day was. Yeah. That was just a horrible shit show of a day. And then, like, I don't know. I don't know how new she was to it or what was going on with her regardless. But it was a cat fight and all tactics were whatever. And she was just pulling the shit out of my hair. And there was something I did, and I don't remember what it was, and she was just complaining and said she was going to quit if I kept doing whatever. Headlock, maybe. I'm mm. not, I, like, I can't really remember. And I was like, well, guess what? I'm, I think it was the headlock because I kept t- taking her down with the headlock. Yeah. Guess what? It's not ending unless she, like, she wasn't just grabbing my hair. She was kind of, like, going in and going like this and then pulling. So like wrapping her fingers. Yeah, like you literally hair. were just trying to like rip my hair out. You weren't even like trying to do something to mm-hmm. me. So the whole match wasn't going to, according to what they wanted to see. And she was crying, saying she wanted to go home. And they let us talk and I was like, I'll stop yanking your neck if you stop pulling my fucking hair out. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen. No, the Lord. first thing one of the first things she does is she goes in and she just locks in and starts to pull my hair at one part. And I think I smashed her head into the floor, mm. which is not something I would ever do. And it was like we weren't on mats; like we had rolled off of like blankets. Oh my god! So we're just on a regular concrete floor, and that's not the person I am. Mm. Like. Yeah, I'm gonna fight you to win, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put everything I have into it. But I would not intentionally hurt somebody into like that type of a fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it took me there. Oh my god! And that was that was fucking ugly. And that's goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like any company that would do that to you on purpose. I mean, that's just absolute garbage. Exactly. Oh my god! And and what sucks is that's probably gonna be one of those matches that people always go back to. 
Always. Oh, can you do it like you did that one time that you were fucking tortured and not fed and... Yeah. uh, It's like, no. How about we don't do that, you know? How about you think about how, you know, how I feel? Um, God. Yeah, that was was horrible. That was absolutely a horrible experience. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. My worst experiences would never even match that. That's that's terrible. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, we um, I mean, we did talk about it. And now I feel bad asking this. I was just like, what are your pet peeves? And it's like, <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense to ask that anymore. Because we talked about, like, we were talking about producers who don't feed their uh, earlier. Yeah. Producers who don't feed their models. And I'm just like, this doesn't even make sense to ask anymore. Because that's, that's some brutal shit. My biggest pet peeve is when you don't feed me at all. <laughs> <laughs> when you feed me at all and then put me in a situation where I smash some woman's face into the ground. Who I've never met. Until yeah, like time. I know I don't necessarily expect a producer to feed me as far as like to have something for me, but to expect that I'm going to at some point need to have food, whether I'm going to have to stop and eat something that I brought or I have to stop and go get food. Like maybe you don't necessarily have to have it for me, but you have to understand that people need to eat. Yeah, put me in a situation where I can like walk down the street and grab something. Right. Yeah, and that's totally fine. But yeah, I, I've. We've talked to many models on the show uh, and many wrestlers and many um, actresses who have said the same thing. It's just like you go into a set, there's not even like a little plate of like, you know, just what my wife call, calls pickings, which pickings. is like, yeah, just a couple of, you know, just some sausage or just Yeah, you just cheese. need to keep your sugar up. Yeah. Or some like fucking bars. Like give me a, uh, give me yeah. like a little, little uh, fruit bar or something like that. Exactly. Or, yeah. And that's that's one of my pet peeves too. Like I, I, I when my wife goes to shoot and that happens, I'll just be like, "Look, I'm I, I can go to the store and pick some stuff up, come back with chips or something." Something, yeah. yeah. And it's like you're expecting someone to work for you for twelve hours, and you should probably feed them food. Like yes. I don't, even if you don't have a baby or never had a child, you you, should, you shouldn't at least know that. You should yeah. know that people need to eat. Yeah. Based on your own private experiences with food, but. <laughs> It doesn't take a village. Mm. So we'll start winding it down, but I want to ask a couple of key questions. Uh, one of the things that I value in this world that we live in is is just humor because we, you know, you have to have a sense of it to, oh. to get through it. What's the hardest you've ever laughed on set? Like, what's what's made you just crack up like on set the most? Um. There's so many, like when you just start getting a connection with someone, like especially Carrie and I, like mm-hmm. we're oh. <laughs> uh, working with her is so much fun, but the worst at the same time, because like there's definitely things that happen, and you're just like, no way can I even make remote eye contact with her right now or this shit's hitting the fan <laughs> and then it doesn't even matter because the both of you know that you can't make eye contact and it happens anyway so like that happens to us all the time um but there was one custom we did the guy wanted us to bite each other just randomly bite. it was like we were biting each other's arms okay. we were in negligees yeah, I mean, yeah i don't know if that makes a difference like you do um so we were like biting each other just hard enough to kind of like so you could see like little teeth prints but not breaking skin or anything yeah and it was just so ridiculous for the both of us like we didn't understand where it was going or the premise of it and i just broke out with like tastes like chicken (laughs) 
And I think Carrie may have fell off the bed. Like, yeah, there's a lot of those kind of stories. Oh my god, I can and I can picture it in my mind right now. Cause she, uh, when she, well, I mean, most of the girls we work with, when, once you get into that rut where you're like laughing at something, you can't. It's over. It's yeah, you can't get out. Of yeah, it. tastes like chicken. Oh my god, that's really good. Uh, all right, so. Um, all right, beer. We're back to beer. Beer. Um, <laughs> Moving from vodka to beer. No. Uh, what? Uh, so, out of. Do you have any? I had a really good one. Uh, if you were to meet a model tomorrow, it was like you know, young, getting into the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would be the advice that you would give to them? Uh, and once again, we're not old. We're just older. Yes. Than we used to be. Now are are they? So someone yeah, someone shows up and they're like, hey, I'm a fetish model, but I want to try wrestling and I've seen your career, you know, what kind of advice would you give me? And yeah, that's just, yeah, what would be the biggest piece of advice you would give her? To sit down and go through what all the rules are between the two models, Mm -hmm. that the conversation is not to be had with the producer. And if that is what the shoot is, then you need to second guess whether you want to be there or not. I figured that's where you were going with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Because just based on what you told me alone, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. If you, uh, I don't think there are as many producers now as there were when I first started that are doing those types of shoots. Yeah. But just to be on the safe side, I mean, with anything, like you should always have a good understanding of what's really going to happen. Well, I also feel that if you are not being allowed to speak or hang out or talk to the person that you're working with, yes. that's a huge red flag. Yes. It's like if we're being kept in separate rooms or if we're being told stories that don't match up, like, yes. that's, that's, just, that's just bad business. Yeah. You know? If I'm supposed to get on a mat with a person who I could potentially knock out mm-hmm. and I need to trust or is going to tap when they need to tap, like I have a sleeper on you and I'm... I'm going to try and get you to that point, but I also need to have enough trust in you to know that you're going to tap before you go out because that's dangerous. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, so like, if I don't have a chance to talk to you, I don't know if I have that trust level in you. I don't know if you know that you need to tap that early. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know where you stand with that. Or do you know that like, okay, I did train jujitsu and I did do some joint locks, but I don't want to do that on the mat. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a totally different ball game. Yeah, not looking to break your arm. Right. I'm not trying to pull somebody's arm out of the socket. And like some girls are like, "Oh, well, I had somebody showing me how to do joint locks. That's awesome and all, but I want to keep my elbow where it is." Yeah. Like joints are a way different concept. We're almost done, my love. Okay. <laughs> um, they don't, you know, they don't bounce back as easily as like. Getting choked. <laughs> yeah, a lot I mean, of people think are like choking's the worst. I don't want to be choked. Oh my god, I have such horrible. No, I would, I would. If I had to pick between choking and getting my arm, I would uh, be choked broke. in a minute. Yeah, choke me out. <laughs> I've never been choked out because it's just ironically enough. Even though my name is Sleeper Kid, I don't like the idea of being knocked unconscious. Right, That's it's more like role play for me. I'm like, I'll pretend. Exactly. I'm really good at it. My wife even told me she's like, you're. You're so good at being at doing the eye rolling and, and getting knocked out. I wish there was a market for it. And I'm like, we're, we got to figure that out. There's got to be. <laughs> a bu- you out. I know my wife needs to whore me out. I'm sure there's a so bunch good. of. There's got to be. I get dudes all the time. We're like, 
I really like it when you get knocked out, man. You should do more of that. I'm like, well, then send me a custom. And then they scurry off into the darkness. Oh. It's like, wait, it costs money? Come on, guys. You got to pay up for this. Yeah, yeah. Dude, put me in, like, I did one where I was, like, I was dressed as Superman. And I had Sapphire uh, beat the ever-loving shit out of me. And then Sumiko was dressed as, the, as Laura Croft. Okay. But another one where she beat the shit. And I don't think there was only two of those. Put them up. And they sold really well. And I'm just like... Come on, have me <laughs> uh, Hey, get Jen to beat me up. There you go. There's an idea. Just uh, 30 minutes of scissors. There you go. There you go. She's got amazing legs, and I, there's worse. I've been in worse places <laughs> than just between that that vice lock. It's like a comfy little pillow. It's it fine. is. It is. I know. I know a lot of guys are like, oh, man, did it hurt? I'm like, yeah, sure, totally. It sucked. <laughs> this beautiful girl, like, wrapping her legs around you. In a very controlled environment, not a bad, it's not a bad, uh, not a bad gig. Um, uh, last thing I, w- I will ask is, uh, out of all the things that you've learned from doing this, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's the wrestling or the fetish, like what's the biggest lesson that you've you've taken away from it, or the biggest thing that you've walked away from? Like in some cases, people will will say something like, "Well, it's it's made me feel more." more free about being frank with people about my sexuality or I, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've appreciated people for, for their true selves as opposed to who their vanilla selves are, you know, stuff like that. Like, is there anything that you've taken away from it that you've been like, yeah, this is, this has been very instructional. Yeah. I guess that's kind of probably a, more along the lines of what I would say. Like, I just don't look at people as, I don't know how to explain it. Like, um, like when you meet somebody that that initial oh I think I, I have them all wrapped up in yeah yeah and I understand everything about them figure them out yeah yeah like I don't I don't have that with anybody that I meet and not that I'm trying to figure everybody out or like oh, like I'm a secret detective but like I don't have that stigma attached to other people because I've met so many different people in the industry and so many of them are my friends. Like, yeah. And you know what? They have their regular lives much like I do. And so like anybody that I meet, like I don't, I don't try to like, put them in one certain little category. Because yeah. so many people, like you're so many different things. Yeah. I feel like it takes some time. It takes, that's what, you know, it takes time to really not figure someone out, but like get to know them. Yes. There's been people in my life where I've like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, no, you go like, I think I've had this person figured out and you hang out with them again and you're like, oh shit, there's a whole, you know, whole yeah. area that I haven't checked out. And that's what it is. I think that's one of the things about working with somebody repeatedly yes. is you get to really get to know them after a while. You're like, oh, okay, now I know what makes this person tick and I either like this or I don't like this. Um, and It's I, funny that you asked that too because now I'm just like thinking about it. And truly, like, just within, like, the probably the last, like, four, three, four years, like, I didn't really, if you didn't know, like, you weren't already in my close, like, little group of people, yeah. like, I didn't tell anybody that I wrestled. Yeah. No one knew I wrestled. I mean, it's not something you volunteer. Yeah. No. And then, like, just, like, a couple weeks ago, um, I was out with a friend from high school. Her and I just, like, reconnected within, like, the last couple of months. And, like couple times we went out to eat and like I'm just skirting around everything skirting around everything (laughs) 
I do like, stuff for money. And then, like, different things come out, different things come out, and she's, like, and she totally, like, wrapped everything up, like, in a neat little package the last time I saw her. She's like, so just, like, in the last couple of times we've been out, she's like, you've told me that you were in an open relationship, mm-hmm. that you're bisexual, that you do wrestling, that this and that, that. I'm like, oh, my God, did you have to put it all together like that? Like... <laughs> She's like, no. She's like, I'm just pointing out that I didn't know these things about you. She's like, I don't think of you any differently. She's like, but like, it's just crazy that I didn't know any of this about you. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow. So like, how much of me have I really been? But, but that's not, I mean, that's... Right. It's not everything. That's not your fault as much as it is like the society. society. Yeah. Yes. Society's norms. Yes. It's like you don't go around telling people that you're in yeah. an open relationship or that you like wrestling or that... You know, even little things like I like getting my hair pulled. I like getting spanked. You know, right. you can't say that at dinner. I mean, I do because like we right because you're with other people. With the people that who are in the same exactly. circle. Like if you and, and I and Jacqueline were having dinner right now, we'd be like, "How much do you love being spanked?" You know, right. as you order the next you know yeah. round of drinks. Yep. But and I think that's one of the things that I've learned about this business is so freeing and so liberating to be able to sit around with with this group of people yes like if you were here jason ninja jacqueline carrie you know all it's sybil let uh uh you know like lee lebeau if we were all on a big round table we would be having the most debaucherous conversation oh my god crazy conversations oh my god and then we'd all get drunk and no one would think twice about anything anybody said and then at some point sybil would be like Let's go to the bats! Woo! And then everyone would wrestle, and we'd all sit there and drink and laugh, and it, that's, I could see that in my head. I could yeah. totally see it happening. Like, yeah. I want to wrestle you right now. Let's go. Yeah, no, she would totally do that. <laughs> Hit me in the belly! <laughs> that's just, it's, it's, it's amazing. And I think that's the best thing that I've gotten from this business is that most of our friends now, even my family, like my mom and dad, like, they know what I do. And so that I just, you know, hey, mom, what? outfit would look great on this girl and she's like go oh, that one you know so yeah so there's that there's that liberation um as we do get older like i said we're not old but as you do get older you lose the bullshit yeah and when you do talk to people who are vanilla you're like hey, what do you do and i've literally just straight faced been like i'm a wrestling producer what, what? yeah female wrestling well where do you shoot in my basement you know which sounds bad but but yeah I just go like yeah I have a studio in my basement we shoot on the mats and that's what I do for a living and one thing that I love to see in these people's faces is this look of like envy and yeah you realize it, that this, it's like shock followed by huh and you get that feeling of like I'm doing this right I'm yeah I'm I'm Sybil starring it I'm doing this thing that allows me to be a child Allows me to be fun loving, allows me to role play. Yeah. Allows me to put on awesome outfits and pretend that I'm something else and get paid for it. Yep. And so I think that you and I and Jacqueline and everyone else that works in this business, I think we're doing it right. I think, I mean, I'm not saying that anyone else is doing it wrong. As long as you're getting yours, I don't know. Do what you got to do. But I feel like we're walking a path that doesn't drive us too crazy. Yeah. And it's fun to get together with friends and go like, I'm going to put on this outfit and you put on this outfit. We're going to pretend to beat each other up. Yep. We're going to go out and get some drinks and get some food and, um, and then hang out and talk. And I, those are the best things in life for me. So I feel like that's what I've kind of gotten from it. 
I absolutely so, agree. But uh, but no, I think this is the beginning of. Uh, I mean, we've always been friends, but I feel like this is the first time we've been able to talk. Yes. Because we were always like at shoots. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, "Hey, so you enjoying that cheese they put out? Mmm, good cheese. All right, I gotta go shoot now. All right, I gotta go see it. <laughs> there was never anything. So or shh, we gotta be quiet. They're shooting. <laughs> Uh, well, here's one last question. Um, uh, I've never asked you if you have any kids. I don't. You don't? Okay. Um, if you... No, that's actually a dumb question because it kind of goes back. I was going to say, because like, I have some friends that we both know that, that have kids. It's like, what happens when your your kid asks you, like, hey, yeah. what do you do for a living? Yeah. Like, how would you explain that to a child? Um, obviously, the question... The answer for me is just, like, wait till they get older and then talk to them when they can understand it. But yeah. But yeah, you don't have any kids. I don't. That might be why you have that smile on your face. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, it wasn't in my cards. If you have kids, God bless you. Because it gives me kids that I can actually like hug and be like, hey. Oh, I love kids. I love kids too. It's like, oh my God, you're someone else's kid. I'll totally yeah. have fun with you for I'm four like, hours. Come on, let's, like, let's go to the park. Let's go to the zoo. What, where else can I go that I shouldn't go because I'm an adult? It's so not fair to parents because you always become fun. You're the fun, yeah. Yeah, you're the fun aunt. Yeah, I love being the fun aunt. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and they're it's like, why is she so funny? You're not mom. It's like, because she doesn't have to fucking take care of you. Exactly. Because she doesn't have to yell at you to clean up your shit. Oh my God. Do you, are you, are you, uh, the fun aunt to Carrie's? Uh, when I get to see them, yes. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. <laughs> well guys, uh, we have a lot more we could talk about, but it's been a long day. So I think we're going to. Maybe go down to the theater and, and watch some movies and right. have a couple of drinks and chillax. But uh, I've had a blast getting to know Jen over the last, God, I'm not going to say how many years, but I feel like this is the, the point where we really got to talk. Talk, absolutely. Because, yes. like I said, we really got down into it. Always shoots, always hustle and bustle. Um, there was one point during. Carrie's uh, Bachelorette Night, I think we had a bit of a connection. We just laughed at something at the same time Yeah. at karaoke. But, um, but that was it. And I was like, we fucking know each other. So um, we look forward to having you back. You said you might be coming through a bit more often? There might be a possibility of me coming down again, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hopefully not too far, not too, too far in the future. Well, we filled your custom like list immediately. Okay. So... Next time you come through, it'll happen again. Awesome. I would love it. Have All right, blast. guys. Uh, look for... Actually, let's do some plugs. So, uh, obviously, um, all my stuff you can find at sleeperkidsworld.com. That's the free stuff. Uh, for pay site, you can go to skwppv.com. Um, do you... Uh, well, you don't produce, so... Like, I don't. But you're primarily found uh, mostly at Carrie stuff now, right? That's probably accurate. Okay, so is... God, what is the name of a company? Uh, is it just Spectrum now? So, that was Spectrum customer request. Yeah, now she's mostly doing... Oh, God. We're in trouble. <laughs> We're the worst friends. We are so in trouble. Oh, my God. <laughs> just look for Carrie Spectrum on Clips for Sale, uh, K-E-R-I, and Spectrum, and uh, you'll find all her clips, and there's yeah. a ton of stuff with uh, Jen in there. If you want to go back to old We Bring It stuff, um, is, is that still That's up probably still on their website. Is it webringit.com? Yep. Okay, webringit.com. And, um, and uh, until next time, you guys, uh, enjoy your lives and uh, be free and, and, you know, have all the kinks 
you want to have. Agreed. And yes. thank you. All right. Adios. Say goodbye. Bye. Yeah.